What's up, everyone, and welcome to the show on this week's episode of the TCBYH podcast. We have the 1990s psychic star, Miss Cleo, coming on to the show to help us figure out what the fuck is actually going on in this world. And listen, guys, I'm obviously joking. For some reason, her people just wouldn't fucking call me back, so she's not coming on this week's episode of the show. But listen, I just wanted to remind everyone of simpler times when, you know, my only problem was getting scammed by 1990s infomercials. So there we go with that. And the truth is you can still and you can always make a good situation come from a fucked up situation. And that's the way we're going to look at things. So as my boy Doc Brown would say, you're just not thinking fourth dimensionally. So after a six day pause, the fucking show goes on. So here is to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. This is the TCBYH Podcast, Episode 2, and we are going to jump right in because things have not been this fucked up since 1993 when my parents got me blow pens for Christmas and I realized I was completely out of shape. So, but that's neither here nor there. What I really want to talk about today is the fallout from the coronavirus and the United States government bailout. And I know what you guys are thinking, Mike, what the fuck? You are all over the place with this show already. And the truth is, like I said, I'm going to talk about everything on this show. More importantly, we're going to dive into some deeper stuff. We are going to spend a lot of time on self-improvement, financial stability, and dating because specifically those are the areas I have spent the most time learning about and reading about. And I do think that I have a lot of cool stuff I could share with you guys. But I understand some people might only be interested in one thing or another, and I am working on our website right now, tcboh.com is back. I will explain in a later episode the huge mistake I made with that website early on in my career and how I paid for it later. But just building off of everything we discussed last week, self-improvement, self-love, finding out what's going to make you happy is really the most important aspect of life. What I've found is once you find that happiness, it's going to tie into everything else. And the truth is, if you get yourself to a point where you are just genuinely happy and you can you can live in the moment, you're going to want to improve all the other aspects of your life because, hey, listen, you you're, you realize this is what makes me happy. I don't need any of that other bullshit. So how do I how do I keep this? And honestly, for me, you know, the next step was financial stability. And what you'll find is it's not really about money, but again, it's about okay, how can I just do the things that make me happy? And hey, listen, unfortunately, you know, we could say what you want, you could be left, right, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Um, money does give you a lot of freedom. So that's why we're going to spend a lot of time on that. And then listen, it's the same thing when, when it comes to dating, right? If you are just happy, and you are just good with who you are, where you're going, you can just give freely to everyone. And it doesn't have to be just, it doesn't have to be your romantic partner, it's your friendships, your family, my family, my friendships have gotten better since I have tried to better myself. That is a fact. And you might sit there and say, well, Mike, what, you know, what are you going to teach me about dating? You're 31 and you're single. Well, listen, I would tell you that I'm 31 and I'm single because at this point I want to be. Filled you guys in last week. I obviously wasn't very good at dating in my 20s. So at this point, I'm kind of just enjoying it and having a lot of fun. So what's the rush, right? So I promise you guys, everything will fall into place. You know, it will all make sense. It will all come together. But let's not go too far off topic. Let's get back. Let's jump back. Let's jump back in to our boy, Uncle Sam. And the one aspect of the financial bailout that I just don't understand. Okay, so at this point, obviously, a lot of people have received uh, stimulus checks. And the government has also ramped up unemployment payments. But here's the thing that I'm not getting. 
in many cases, people are actually making more money on their weekly unemployment payments than they would if they had their full-time jobs. Now, how the fuck does this make any sense? And I get it. A lot of Americans need help at this point, and they, they need unemployment. But I just don't understand how we're giving them more money than they would have been making. I can understand if we're giving them exactly what they would have been making. And the truth is, I think it all just ties into a bigger issue here and i that issue is the fact that so many people in this country need the bailout right and we have built this false belief and this perception that managing your finances is difficult and only the wealthy and the big fortune 500 companies have it figured it out and that's why we hate them so much because if you guys are anything like me in your early 20s you would hear words like equities and money market accounts open-ended credit fucking 401ks, IRAs. Listen, at the end of the day, I didn't want to learn about any of that shit, okay? And I also thought that it was way over my head. And I always said to myself, yeah, like, I don't need to know that. I'll I'll figure that stuff out when I make it big. Like, Donald Trump, I'm going to make it so big. Bro, I had no idea what the fuck I was talking about. Every single dollar I would get from my, my nine to five job, I would spend because I didn't know how to invest, right? But here's the thing, and here's the lesson for this week, and I don't care, okay, what age you are, what point of your career you are, this is a very important, it's a very important lesson, and this changed my, my entire view, and this changed my life. It doesn't matter if you are making $100 a week or you're making a million dollars a week. If you can't manage and live off of that $100 a week, what makes you think you can manage a million dollars a week? Really think about that. Okay, take a deep breath and realize it's okay though. It's not too late. It doesn't matter again. It doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter what point of your career you are. It's never too late to start becoming financially stable. If you're making $100 a week, it doesn't matter. Put $5 a week away into a savings account. And no, it's not fucking stupid. And yes, I know how long it's going to take you to save up. But listen to me, okay? And I'm going to say a lot of stuff. I'm going to say it repeatedly here, okay? You are what you do repeatedly. And that is a quote by Aristotle, okay? It's not even about the $5. It's not about having $20 after four weeks. It's it's about getting into good habits. And it's about thinking in your mind. I, I am becoming financially stable. I am an investor. Continue. Set budgets for yourself. Doesn't matter how much money you're making. Just set a budget, right? because you're going to you're going to build good habits and what's going to happen is let's say one day hey let's say you do come into a lot of money right or you sell your business for a shit ton of money you will be prepared you will know okay this is this is how I do this this is how I budget i need this much for for you know my retirement i need this much we could put into another business right if you don't do that and if you don't practice that every day you're not going to be prepared don't put it off start today because again most people just want more money what do you ask anyone what they want what do you want i want more money no one's thinking about happiness everyone's just saying i want more money right why the fuck do you think so many people win the lotto go bankrupt because you, you can't just be handed all this money and think oh, i'll figure it out no <laughs> be real with yourself I, i'm real with myself okay i know if i don't wake up and if i don't go for a run let's say at four o'clock in the morning I'm not doing it. It's not happening. Zero chance. I got to a point where I, I hated the fact that I would lie to myself every day. I'll do it after work. I'll do it after work. I'll do it after work. I never fucking did it after work, okay? I have to get up. People think I'm crazy. People see that I run at 3.30 in the morning sometimes. They're like, what the fuck? When, when I'm running, people sometimes are still outside from the night before smoking weed and hanging out and drinking and partying. And I'm here fucking on an eight-mile run. Okay, it's crazy, but it's also what I want, and I know that's the only way it will work for me. If you want to get to yourself to a place where you want to be financially stable, do the little things, set good habits, just stop bullshitting yourself, and just say, okay, you want to let me give it a shot. That's why I'm so upset about what. Like, I don't understand why we're giving people more money. I, I understand, okay, if they're 
it, okay, it's great. Let's just give them more money. But it's not setting them up for success. Like, what the fuck do we think is going to happen here? Because honestly, if you were giving me more money and I was like, shit, I'm making $800 a week uh, sitting at home or I'm going to make $400 a week if I can go back to my job. The fuck do you think I would do? I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm not going to be, yeah, I would go back to my, no, I would not go back to my job. I would not go back to my job. If I was making more money sitting at home playing video games, I would sit at home and play video games for as long as I could. Okay, we are setting this country and we are setting everyone up for failure. It is absurd. And honestly, I'm looking at it. Maybe the government was hoping that everyone would, would save some money. They would start spending it at small business. But guys, let's be fucking real. Small business is dying. Small business is closed. The, small business is literally dying at this point. Okay, everyone you're giving money to is spending them at the fucking large corporations that we hate. You know who's getting richer off of this? Kanye West, because fucking we're giving double the money. We're giving eight hundred thousand dollars to fucking eighteen-year-old kids. Okay, what do you think they're buying with it? How many Yeezys are we going to see this upcoming month? We're talking about low mortgage rate. People's buying houses. I want to know how many people bought fucking Yeezys. Okay, the truth is, if we're trying to save small business, you have to give that money to small business. Maybe they're getting some of it. Okay, but I'm sure that at this point we could have looked at how much fucking double payment that we give to people who, who at that point, you know, at that point shouldn't have even needed it because if you budget it correctly, you're living off of your, you're living off of your paychecks, right? So that's your monthly expenses, what you make. You're getting now double of what you make. Those you don't need, like you couldn't have needed that money. If we would have given it to small businesses, we could have kept them in fucking business. And this is what would have happened, okay? Because let me break this down for you real quick, all right? Maybe you guys would understand this a little bit better. When I was 18, me and my friends owned a DJ company called Spin Master Sounds. I'm sure many of you guys have heard of it. Now, we would pay ourselves as employees of the company, and our weekends would live and die by how many parties we booked the weekend before. And you guys want to know what we did when we got handed more money than we really knew what to do with? Do you think we saved it? Do you think Mike put it in a S&P 500 index at 18 and, you know, in a couple years, 38, I could retire? Well, if you guys have been paying attention, and I really hope you have, you already know the fucking answer to that. Absolutely not. I didn't save any of it, okay? You want to know what me and my friends would do when we got handed more money than we knew what to do with, okay? One night, me and my friends decided, hey, you wanna, we want to go camping. But you see, the problem was... It was January 6th, and we live in New York City. It was about fucking five degrees outside. But did we let that stop us? Absolutely not. Me and my friends went, and we bought enough camping gear, bro. You would have thought that we got accepted to Troop Beverly Hills. It was absurd. We bought everything. We bought a 12-foot tent. We bought fucking skillets. We bought coffee pots, camping grills. Like, it, it was absurd, okay, how much stuff we bought. We even jumped on iTunes. We bought animal noises, ghost noises to, you know, make it like the ambiance. You got to make it feel real. Okay. Do you think small business benefited off of that? No. I spent $1,000 at Dick Sporting Goods that night. Okay. Dick Sporting Goods. They have a fucking total assets of $4.2 billion. Did any small business benefit from, from that transaction? No. And if, if you think this sounds fucked up, it's because it is fucked up. Six dudes camping out in a DJ office in the middle of New York City. Who would have fucking thought? But we did it. And we fucking... We, we did it a lot. I got to be honest, not the camping, but we we spent money like that a lot. I think that's what most people do. So now let's jump to the other side. Let's look at it from Mike, the business owner's point of view. All right. So when the DJ company would start doing really well and we had more money to spend, we would take a step back as business owners. And listen, I already discussed in this episode as a kid, I had absolutely no game. I didn't know how to date women. 
And yeah, every once in a while, I would great, I would get a great one, right? But that was an anomaly, and and probably just had to do with the fact that we owned the DJ company that was on an episode of my Super Sweet Sixteen. But listen, again, we had more money than we knew what to do with. So what did we do? So. What I did was every single girl that I liked, I would just hire to come and work at the DJ company. And guys, I'm not exaggerating on that. It was pretty much every single girl I had a crush on at that point in my life, okay? And it got so out of hand that we had fucking, we had three DJ secretaries. I I, I paid them all $25 an hour off the books, and I was so in love with every single one of them. I didn't make any of them do any fucking work. I, all I did, we would go in and we would just hang out. I would take them, we'd buy fish, we'd buy this, we'd buy, I was, it was absurd, bro. It was absurd. Honestly, it got so bad at one point that we actually had to hire a, a real secretary to come in because they weren't doing any work. I had to hire, fucking <laughs> DJ company. Bro, we had four secretaries, okay, at one point. I'm pretty sure that's more than the amount of people we actually had working inside of the business. We had four secretaries, Okay. That's fucking absurd. And I promise you it's all true. I promise you that is just the tip of the iceberg. There are so many more ridiculous stories like that. But do you guys do you understand what I'm what I'm saying here? When you give money to small business, the truth is, again, it all goes back. Unfortunately, we'll dive into that deeper. Most small businesses, most businesses in general are they're over leveraged. They, you have way too many people. And the truth is right now, if you're, you want to know how you know if you're over leveraged, if coronavirus happened and you had to lay people off. And I could literally say at all the companies that I'm involved with, we have not laid anyone off because they run smoothly. They run right, right? Where we fucking bust our ass, but we're not over leveraged. So shit like this happens, everyone keeps their job. And that's, that's the goal here, right? The goal of the company is to make money. You want to be financially stable. So I just, I, I don't understand that. I think you have to give more money to small businesses. And if you want to help employees out, again, give more money to small businesses. They will, in fact, be able to hire more people. They will, in fact, be able to pay their salaries. And guys, I got fucking news for you guys. If if you have a problem with what I'm, I'm saying, where do you think the money's coming from anyway, right? It's not coming out of thin air. We're going to be the ones who pay for this, the taxpayers, okay? The large companies, okay, you're right. They are fucking smart. They have all the money in the world. They could figure out how do I get around the tax loops. Everything we're fighting against, they're going to figure it out. That's a fucking fact, okay? We're going to be the ones paying for this. It's the truth. We are going to be the ones paying for this. And if we let small business die, what do you think is going to happen? Okay, everyone's going to be unemployed and everyone's going to have to go and get a job, okay, at one of these large corporations that we all quote unquote hate so much. Let's just get smarter about our finances, guys. And after listening to this podcast, I hope you all get more confident about your financial situation. And listen, I'm not I'm not here saying you need to save everything, right? I spend money a lot. Normal people just you just spend money, but it's being it's being aware of how you're spending that money and, you know, being aware of, okay, let me spend 40% for fun. Just stupid shit. Okay, and I'm going to make sure I just save 10% of everything I make, bro. It's that simple. I'm not saying, you know, and also just saving money for the, the, the fact of saving it is not the answer as well, which we're going to cover. And if you guys are at the starting line, you don't know where to start, go and read Robert Kawasaki's book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It will be a game changer. I am not an affiliate. I don't get a fucking dollar by telling you guys to go read it. I just know it's going to help you guys out. And if for some reason you still don't understand what I'm saying, what I'm getting at here, go and rent the 2008 Pixar movie Wally. Okay, take a look. That's where we're gonna be in fucking fifty years if we keep this shit up. I'm not joking. This is serious stuff. But that's all the time we have for today's. Thank you guys so much for the love, the support. I had a lot of fun doing this episode, even though it's some serious stuff. We will continue next week. So until then, take care and brush your fucking hair. <laughs>